Morning, everyone. Welcome to the Commissioner session. Next, I'm going to be joined by Sarah Muller, who is Head of Children's at Channel 5. And I think we're going to see some of the things that are up to us. Morning, Milkshakers. It's Tuesday. I'm Kemi, and I'm very happy to see you this morning. You're watching Milkshake. Thank you so much for choosing us. Milkshake! You're a very popular engine. I thank you. Head of the day. <laughs> Good climber. It's a long way down. What? Well done, there, Chick is brilliant dancing at this time of the morning. What every party needs is magic jelly. Ah, jelly! Fly! Because you can't. Not alone this time, Chair. I need help. No job is too big, no pub is too small. different don't you think somewhat we've done a big gambit already Sarah so this time last year if we've been talking you'd have had a BBC hat on this is still still newish in the job so how long have you been at Channel 5 now uh, just over six months okay just over six months why, why, why did you head there what was what was what was the what was the challenge as laid down what made you think okay that? so this is a very interesting one a lot of people in this room will know that I probably will have always been a producer longer than I've been a broadcaster but then I was very lucky to spend almost 10 years at the BBC and because I'm an absolute nerd for this stuff I love what I do I love the business I'm genuinely interested in it I felt very much I'd missed out on the commercial piece. I wanted to understand the imperatives for the commercial market. I wanted to understand the route to getting content there. So this rather marvellous and extraordinary opportunity, quite unique, I'd say, came up. And here's where I am. Y unique in what respect? Uh, Milkshakes has a particular place of affection, I think, in the nation's heart and in the hearts of, the ch of children. It's the only children's block or presence that's actually actively running daily on terrestrial television in the well in England certainly and it really is accessible to all I think that's one of the things I find most challenging and most rewarding is at some stage we can get in front of literally every kid the access is there for all and we can entertain and we can inform and do things in a slightly different way than some of our competitors on both sides of the fence. And when you came in, obviously there's a, there's a part of it is taking stock, seeing how things are being done, and then clearly thinking about 
what you can carry on doing mm -hmm. and what perhaps, you know, what, what did you, after that period had elapsed, what, what did you think you wanted to bring to it? What was kind of, what's your, your vision, I guess? That's a slightly pretentious way of putting it. But. Oh, no, I don't think that's pretentious okay. at all. Uh, absolutely, the first thing for me uh, was about the Milkshake brand. I think we know that children are fairly much platform agnostic and spending too long thinking about where we sat here and there and in different places became very quickly much of much less importance to me, to the milkshake brand and making sure that wherever we were, that was utterly representative of everything we were doing and that the offering to children who, as I say, don't really make the distinction anymore was absolutely, it wasn't there. So we've started, or I've started, I have two of my wonderful team here. You can ask them later if they agree. Um, we started to look at the TX block very much as the shop front of Selfridges, for instance. So all our very best stuff goes in there so that anybody that enters our store can find you know, other wonderful things that are associated with our title, our content, our presenters, who I think very much remain a USP for us because they allow us to have a personal relationship with our audience in a way that no one outside of the BBC cluster does. What, what can we expect moving forward then? Because as I say, it's still relatively early days, but, but I understand there might be some uh, further changes in, ah, in, yes. in the offering. Okay, so a lot of it's also about future-proofing. If you make this decision to be everywhere children are, then you've got to make sure that everything you do is fit for purpose. And whilst Milkshake has been enviably successful and popular for its entire 20 years, and it is 20 years, it's just gone that anniversary, uh, nothing had ever changed in terms of branding or look or approach. So we've spent the bulk of my tenure thus far thinking about what that looks like and how we can make things feel contemporary and fresh for the modern child and make sure that we're really battle ready to go on. Uh, and that's meant a lot of changes, which you'll see rolling out over literally the next few weeks with a view to more or less everything being there by the 24th of July. New sets, new approach to everything. But mm. a new identity that absolutely keeps the old identity, if that doesn't sound counterintuitive, but that puts children more firmly at the heart of everything we do and really majors on the element of art and crafts and painting and being involved and the things that make Milkshake special and make people love it. It's so a rebrand. Re it is. It's a refresh, let's say that. And I do have something to show you now, just as a bit of a flavour of where we're going. And no one else has seen it outside of an immediate, very close family group. So can we play VT, please? to be thrilled with something. Is that wrong, everybody? Sarah, so there's a, what, what we can see, we literally can see that there, there is a new look, but I guess for people who make programmes, mm -hmm. the, the question is, what does, does that signify a sh that you're going to be doing more or something slightly different in terms of what, what's on screen? 
Absolutely not. We have some of the greatest content for the audience, not just in the UK, but in the world. And everybody knows I'm a content person. For me, the brand is about the content and content remains, as it always has been, a total and utter obsession with great storytelling, really strong, well-iterated characters and reaching children and engaging and informing them in a way that hopefully will live with them forever. That will never change and that is still very much number one on the list of everything we do. So that, that's good news. N number two to that is we're trying to absolutely maintain and bolster drawing from the best UK production there is so that everything is the very best it can be. That's, that's what we're after. And, and since you, you have come in, how different or similar is, is the commissioning process in terms of how people approach you, timelines and such like, is it, was it a very smooth transition or have you, have you tweaked things in that respect? Well, I can't speak, it's, it, Milkshake has been very popular and obviously different people run things in different ways sure. and we're all the product of our own experiences as, as we grow as professionals. So I'm afraid I bring mine with me and they're stuck with it, which <laughs> is, I will take pictures directly, we will consider them properly and we'll try and get back to people in a timely manner as possible. And that we want to hear from everybody because even if the relationship doesn't exist now, it may exist in the future. We all know we end up in different places doing different things. And it's very much about our doors being open to creatives in the way that I think I've always been accessible to creatives. And in terms of the specifics, and you, you would like people to send, send things directly to you on email as a first as a way to get the conversation Bring started. It on. And I guess we're going to the wards of the question, well, how do you like to see things? And everybody feels differently. And I always push that back, particularly as my relationship with the creative production community will be slightly different. We're, I'm closer now to a Channel 4 model where we're commissioners than I was at BBC where I made things. So I'm not making things. I'm, I'm talking directly to producers. I want to hear your vision. I want to know what you see. I want to hear your passion. And then I want to work out. And if that is the one line, that Don referred to, or something a bit more articulated and thought through, that's equally right. But you will know when is the right moment to bring your show, they're all different. And it's interesting you mentioned wanting to, you know, to, to make a commitment to UK programming, because I guess ultimately you're now under the ownership of a huge US group, which guess what, owns one of the biggest kids mm -hmm. TV channels in the world. So I, I guess there are two ways of looking at that. One, it could expand what you can do and create new opportunities that in co-pro. Well, I guess the alternative as well, but you have to accept people are mindful mm. of the fact that it could also be seen as there's a huge pipeline of very high quality US content as well. And that could perhaps threaten the you know, position of the UK programming. Absolutely not. I mean, for a start, there are, there are checks and balances in place. It's possibly not, we don't have time to go through with them now, but that would stop us just being saturated with the US pipeline. So it's, we have a lovely relationship with Nickelodeon that goes back a very long time to Howard and Debbie because we've always shared content. And we shared the content we love most, like Pepper and Ben and Holly, really successfully, and we've worked together. So it just is an organic growth of that, really. I think that's why it feels so natural and fluid. And for producers, there are two opportunities, as, Anna, as Alison and Nina referred to yesterday, which is things might come to them that they might like to bring us on, but things might come to me that feel bigger than, than just Milkshake, where we might then do a reverse process and develop something together. So all it does is give you two or three different bites at a cherry. I think it's very positive. That being the case, where if you're a producer with a great idea, how, how do you work out where, where it should who you should approach first. What's the difference between a Nick show, a milkshake show, and you know, that Venn diagram, what's in, in the middle? 
Well, I think we all love great content. I think we've all proved that you can make different titles play on different brands, and I really shouldn't talk about theirs. A Milkshake Show is back to having great stories, cheeky characters. I'd like, the one thing I might like to change a bit is to try and take this theme of contemporary life a little more into what we do so that children can see themselves. Obviously, having spent time at the BBC, it was something we strove to hold the mirror up to every child in the UK. And I might like to look at ways we could bring that in to our storytelling. Kids seeing themselves on yes, screen. Yes, so seeing what look, is more representative of the conventional life for kids in this country. However we end up doing that, there's definitely something of interest. Thanks. Do we have a question for Sarah? Hi there, um, Ian France from, I know it's uh, Ian. Hello, hi, from uh, BBC Children's. Uh, just a quick question, do you intend to um, put any kind of children's programmes on any of the sister channels or um, if you've got more American shows, perhaps on 5 USA or anything like that? Uh, that's an interesting question. I wouldn't rule it out. There's always discussions, but right now my core focus absolutely has to be making sure the Milkshake brand is ready to take on the demands of the modern audience, which is very sophisticated. It was a long time ago, but it was certainly not as sophisticated as when I was a child. So making sure we've got that ready. And then maybe when we've got a bit of, a, bit of space later in the year, we might start to think about what that might look like, but absolutely no, no discussions. We might have time for one more, if there's one more from the floor. The gentleman at the back. Hi there, uh, Edward Moline from Beano Studios. Um, are you looking to broaden any of the genres that you're in right now? Or are you sticking to you know, what works? I think there's always room to experiment, but it's always harder, particularly at preschool, to get the necessary investment. We all know what we're grappling with here in the children's business in terms of, of how we get things funded. And certain things will always be slightly easy. None of it's easy, easy, but some things, it's a slightly smoother passage and preschool animation is definitely one of those things. But I don't think that's a reason not to try. I'd like to look at how we may, it might make uh, live action work for a younger audience. You know, what would be our version of that? But the challenges will come around how you fund that because it's not as obviously a commercial route to market. Um, so I'd like to. Sarah, that's fantastic. And you know, we got to see, see something new. See the new look and, and have a chat. Your time, Aww. your time really is up. All right. Thank you very <laughs> no, much. Thank everyone. you very much, Sarah.